Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education. Hello, everybody. It is I, the non-spicy Katie Patrick, joined by the spicy Mr. The David. The pumpkin spice guy. Fiorazzo. Just as a reminder, we do have that brand new YouTube channel called Educated. So if you spend time on the YouTube, or YouTube to most of you, please do subscribe to the channel by going to stateducated.org, and all you have to do is hit the YouTube button. It's that simple. Right now, it's much easier to go to stateducated.org than to search for our channel on actual YouTube. All right, well, a California man is trending right now, this moment, after lighting up a school board over its directive to sexually indoctrinate children. But what makes this viral moment different is the organization the man proudly represents. David, tell me about it. That's right. This is interesting now. You got the LGBTQ plus IA, whatever else it is, and, and you've got the LGB, and you cut it right there before the T. Yeah. And this is what we're running into. The woke, uh, they're imploding. Um, so the, the headline at not the B, this gay guy just spit fire at a California school board that wants to indoctrinate kids in the gender cult. Now, I, I think we just got to watch the video because this is so good. So let's just go right to that first. My name is Mario Presents, and I'm here as a representative from Gays Against Groomers Coalition with over 250,000 followers across social media and as the uncle of two students in your district. It has come to our attention that the district intends to teach transgenderism to children under the age of 10 without parental consent. If I were to teach your child about my sexuality without your consent or involvement, I'd be arrested. But when the school district does it, it's education. Districts are teaching transgenderism when they should be teaching science, math, and language. Instead, teachers are hiding student pronouns from their parents under the guise of gender affirmation. Can you imagine the uproar if schools were evangelizing or baptizing children without parental consent? Isn't that sort of what you're doing? You don't tuck these children in at night, you don't teach them to stand up to bullies, you don't pay their medical bills, and you certainly don't hold their hands in the hospital. These parents do. Simple truths based in science need to be upheld for our society to flourish. The gross indoctrination we're seeing is creating a lifetime of medication and hormones because you can't simply pause puberty. Men cannot become women and sex chromosomes are encoded into the fabric of our DNA. Simply affirming a teenager's gender is akin to affirming anorexia. Both are body dysmorphic disorders, yet we don't teach the starving teenagers how to binge and purge or affirm that they are indeed overweight. However, school districts, including yours, seem to have no issue secretly teaching girls that they can be boys because they feel uncomfortable in their bodies. A grown adult woman can't get a hysterectomy without extensive medical forms and doctor's visits. But Dr. Safir over the hill in Sherman Oaks is willing to do top and bottom surgery, sterilizing children for life. Parents must be a part of the education process when teaching sexuality to students, and it definitely doesn't need to happen under the age of 10 years old. Mm -hmm. Thank you. That's all. Yes. That's all. Like, he should have picked up the mic and just dropped it. All right, that's a wrap. Mario Before we go, it. no, I'm kidding. <laughs> We're all <laughs> We're done, done for the We're day. Done. We're done. We're done. Well, that, as he said at the beginning, but he had to speak so fast in that two minutes. It, that entire clip was definitely worth it. Uh, his Twitter is Mario Presents Official, and he actually put up on Twitter saying that he was asked to go to 
the meeting and since he said as you heard there he actually has a, a niece and a nephew in that school district and he said i'm going and then he definitely answered the call and it was actually a concerned father who reached out initially to the organization called uh gays against groom or gays against groomers yeah and so it just kind of when we think when we talk about these days i guess uh lgbtqia plus alphabet soup everyone just lumps again everyone mm -hmm, in and like mm -hmm. you said it's the it's lgb imploding. is doing it's a hard imploding. line now saying hey my sexuality my sexual preferences don't need to be put onto children yeah this is interesting um and by the way I, apparently he was wearing a hat uh, what did it say something like uh i lost my place now the second amendment something anyway fascinating guy because here he is doing or saying what a lot of christian parents have been saying and a lot of conservative and or republican and or independent parents have been saying at school board meetings and here this guy man home run in less than two minutes so kudos to you sir um but it's also interesting that there 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 are some that are trying to split now from the transgender ideology from that push of this whole agenda well and as he said in in the video too he comes from the organization which gays against uh groomers actually they have a website and they have you know their twitter and all of this stuff they actually say exactly what they are that they're a coalition of gays against the sexualization indoctrination and medicalization of children so you cannot lump all these people together as the alphabet soup because there are people out there who are adults and saying that our children don't need to be indoctrinated with that stuff. And, well, of course, once you, you take one of your toes and you put that toe out of line, they're going to come after you. And the woke mob will come after you, and uh, they tend to do it quite a bit. I do want to say something about that. I, I don't agree with, with their mission. We can't take that as truth. Why? Because if you're a normal person, Bible-believing person, a Christian, and or um, just someone who believes in God, you look at that, and if they say they are against the sexualization of children, they're not, because they are promoting that in their lifestyle. That indoctrination, now the medicalization, yes, thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you for gays against medicalization and grooming. But the sexualization, they have normalized perversion, depravity, homosexuality, that whole lifestyle for decades. So they are not against that. I don't know where, how they get away with it. They're against the sexualization of our children because that's not true. All right, well, still to come, this same gay rights organization we've been talking about just got deplatformed. Of course they did. Because again, if one toe is out of line, then you are woke monster coming after you. They're being deplatformed though by PayPal. Uh, while the pro-pedophile groups, of course, th their toes are still in line, so they remain. That's next. If you have a smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Apple TV, consider downloading the Freedom Project media app. It's 100% free and includes all of our weekly shows, plus lecture series, archive programs, and award-winning animated videos for families like the Presidential Minute, Battles of America, and Heroes of the West. Don't rely on the social media giants to keep you informed. Simply download the Freedom Project media app from your app store 
and allow notifications. And we'll let you know when a new video is ready. Okay, so as we said, the group, Gays Against Groomers, well, had one a toe out of line, and because they aren't for, you know, transing all the kids, they're actually against that, Woke Mob came after them. And uh -oh. it's in the form of PayPal, <laughs> Venmo, which PayPal owns Venmo, so... I mean, again, you can't have competition, just buy your competition out and then they work together. So PayPal and Venmo, which are essentially the same organization, uh, they both are for money uh, exchange. And then Google, so their Gmail, all of this, they got taken out. And Mario belongs to that group, the man who spoke, he belongs to the group Gaze Against Groomers. And since they then got banned, it's kind of like, you know, any Christian who, s who speaks out about any truth. Yes. So again, now, yes. You have Christians and gazing against groomers on the same side, well, if you odd. will, of, of this. Um, but wait a minute, wait a minute. Ironically, PayPal had a banner that said, open for all. Oh, yes. Wait a minute. Except, that, that was during Pride uh, Month in June, though, I guess. Which they still so. have all their celebration. They're, open for it all. It doesn't matter if it's June or but September they're... or whatever month we're in. Oh, open for all. Unless you don't listen to every single Unless thing. Unless you don't go along with everything. We, we, every single thing. So what happened is the founder of Gays Against Groomers actually sought out or was found by Tucker Carlson and uh, talked to him about how she woke up in the morning and basically found out that their group was poof, gone. Received an email from PayPal and then Venmo a few minutes later saying that they basically permanently banned our accounts. Um, we've never gotten a violation before. They said that we violated, though, their user agreements, which um, we're not sure what in the agreement we violated. There was no really detailed message to that, just the notification that we have been banned. Um, and yeah, I mean, we're just an organization that is comprised completely of gay people. We even have a few trans people within our organization um, just trying to fight this evil that is happening in, uh, in the name of LGBTQIA, you know, the whole alphabet mafia now. Um, and we're just trying to stand up against it uh, and, and we're being punished for that. They're defending pedophiles and child predators and the entire ideology that is uh, transitioning children and mutilating their bodies and using them as sex objects. Um, that's that's the position. That's that's the side that they want to uh, stand with. So you know we're happy to have enemies like this, but it's just really sad. And it, you know they they say that they took our account down for uh, discriminatory behavior, but I, I think that that's exactly what they did to us. I mean, no other LGBT organization would ever be banned from their platform as if they fell in line with this you know agenda. Uh, but we don't, and we're not scared by this. We're not intimidated. We're not going to stop. It only makes us stronger. So. Again, we have a gays against groomers. Apparently, she was a lesbian. She was the founder. They, it says they're against the sexual indoctrination of children. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, that's not true. Now, I, I, I'm thankful they, they are drawing the line somewhere when it comes to, uh, you know, mutilating body parts of young children. Uh, but, you know, as far as the sexualization, the indoctrination, Let's, I mean, even Fox News, that was the subheadline. PayPal, Venmo, ban gays against groomers founder. Okay, yes, great, that's what they did. But subheadline, gays against groomers founder, uh, Jamie Mi Michael, or Michelle, 
discusses the sexual indoctrination of children. And I'm thinking, okay, are you admitting to what you've been a part of all these years, the sexual indoctrination of children? So I, I know this is splitting hairs maybe to some, but if you look at history and what they're actually doing, what they've been pushing for decades in the school system and in our culture, this is what's happening. But thank you for your stand, at least, trying to protect them from the trans ideology. That's right. All right. Well, coming up, college campuses create even more safe spaces by offering therapy for students experiencing anxiety over climate change. Oy. We're talking about that next. Today's show is sponsored by our friends at MyPillow. Save up to 66% on pristine quality bedding, towels, slippers, signature pillows, and much more when you use the code EDUCATED. That's E-D-U-C-A-T-E-D, -E educated. Support this show and a great American company. Okay, so in your lifetime, David, I've always been taught at least, there's, there's a lot to think about, nothing to worry about, you know? Okay, I get that. But, but now in our lifetime, right now at least, there's a lot to think about, and now you're told to be anxious about everything. You gotta be anxious about every little thing. And uh, you can't have challenges anymore because, you know, like just challenges that you would overcome. You know, no, no, just be anxious about it. And, and, and instead, you're, gonna, you're just gonna blame everything on anxiety. Anxiety, I'm just so anxious about this or that. Anyway, this is all to say that we now on college campuses actually have therapy for you being anxious about Climate change. What? Yes, 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 yes. The Washington Post. <laughs> Compost. There we go. The Washington Post, or WAPO, just reported in a, a kind of feature that they did um, in their climate solutions section, because apparently the Washington Post has a climate solutions section of their newspaper. Uh, I'm just going to read what it says, and David, feel free to chime in. <laughs> Here's how the article begins. In early 2020, weeks before anxiety about another crisis roiled the globe, a small group of students gathered in a room at the University of Wisconsin at Eau Claire. Oh, of course. For a counseling session on worry and grief related to global warming. For an hour during the first such session at the institution, the students talked through fears and frustrations of a world impacted by climate change. Lauren Becker, a former student who had worked with the university's counseling services to make these sessions happen, sat in one day to observe. But at the end of the session, she said she left feeling even more hopeless than before. <laughs> Becker said it was hard to feel as though there was a level of understanding of how dire the situation is. Of course, she didn't blame the counselor and was grateful they were taking on this task, but she hoped the counseling would acknowledge the physical and psychological toll of climate change on young people. An age group, she said, is inheriting the crisis. I think that this is the case in a lot of different arenas where it's not as informed care as it could be, she said. Should I continue? <laughs> let's, let's talk about how dire oh, this yes. situation is. How dire. In the 1970s, when I was in school, I, I seem to remember I heard about a book about the threat of a population explosion and that oh. ma man were the problem, mankind was the problem of this whole planet. And that back then it was, wait a minute, global cooling. Ah. If I remember right on Time Magazine, there were polar bears 
on, oh no, no, not polar bears, they're ice caps or something glacial, whatever on the cover. And then it flipped after the next decade, it went to global warming. And it's all because of the population and man, and now it's climate change. So we were told it was a dire situation. Uh, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 50 years ago, uh, almost. <laughs> a while so, ago there, huh? So I, I'm, I'm dating myself, but that's how dire. So I feel bad for these kids, I really do, because they're being brainwashed. They're being told, you need to panic. You've inherited a dying planet that's ready to you know, combust. You know, self-destruct they need to go back to panic at the disco you know what i'm saying oh, i gosh, think that's what I feel they bad should for do them. well let's get back to the article because yes, yeah. i mean washington post oh primo writing uh there is a critical need among young people for climate stress counseling services psychological experts say especially in university settings but many therapists and counselors aren't trained to provide students with this specific type of support in part because of a lack of research and about climate stress as a distinct phenomenon Still, several universities across the United States are beginning to fill this gap. Some are starting to offer climate stress therapy for students in the form of pilot programs, while others are discussing what might be possible through existing campus counseling services. And so eco-anxiety is commonly used to describe people's concerns about climate change, but psychologists say it's better to use more general terms such as climate stress and climate distress, terms that encompass the array of feelings someone may have in response to climate change. Oh, These man. same people, I want them, I will, I will pay them $20 each if they can tell me the difference between weather and climate because I don't think they know the difference. They well, just look out and they're like, oh, it's so cold and it's, I don't know, August, at the end of <laughs> August or something, it's cold. So obviously well, Katie, there's climate change. It's like, no. Whether or not they know the difference, um, research, uh, remember the Princess Bride? I, I uh, do this. The word research. You keep using that word. I do not think it means what, what you, you think, think it, it means. means because they've redefined research. They've redefined science. And of course, climate distress. Stress oh, and distress. You know what? It's, it's both. Interesting. It's a both. There are no counselors for this because people over 45 aren't worried about it. It's the ones that are coming oh. out of high school that have already been indoctrinated with this and being programmed to fear this climate change and now they're into college so universities now have to counsel kids well fear no more because really? the american psychiatric association which once used to be a science organization <laughs> uh, will soon offer a climate psychology certificate oh thank goodness uh in effort to equip more mental health and allied professionals with the training they need to provide this care leslie davenport a climate psychology educator and consultant and barbara easterlin a clinician and consultant specializing in climate psychology will co-lead the five week program you know what five I hope, weeks i hope five I ho weeks you know what I hope the earth is still around in five weeks. I mean, if they time. can't complete the course, uh, they will have more than 40 participants accepted and they do anticipate that it's gonna be like counselors from these various universities across the nation. Now, I'm not gonna go into any more of this silliness. Just know that they mentioned in the article, uh, Michigan students, uh, Western Michigan University, they mentioned Oregon and their Office of Sustainability and University of Michigan's Counseling and Psychological Services. So. It's not just here in crazy Wisconsin, it's across the nation, so yay. But anyway, before we go is up next, as uh, we're gonna discuss a new $5 billion resort, a new $5 billion resort that will have you seen stars and wrestler John Cena 
uh, is going to make his way into the Guinness Book of World Records for an amazing achievement. That's all next. We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment for Katie, David, or any of our other show hosts, simply visit stayeducated.org. That's stayeducated.org and submit your question or comment. Our team loves to hear from you and might just give you a shout out on air. Again, visit stayeducated.org and connect with us. All right, before we go, Katie, let me ask you, would you be interested in living on the moon or at least maybe staying, staying there for a weekend, just going for a Just long, for a little jaunt, a little jaunt on the, on the moon. Why not? Why not? Just a little jaunt. Well, a Canadian company is going out of this world to create a moon-shaped hotel in Dubai for the mere cost of $5 billion. <laughs> moon World Resorts plant moon world resorts plans to build a 735 foot tall replica of the moon the project will feature both a lunar colony and lunar surface experience intended to bring space tourism down to earth now in addition to 144 luxury units for purchase the resort will boast a multi-level lounge based on an alien spacecraft now, if it all goes well in Dubai, Moon World has plans to build three more resorts, including one in Las Vegas. Katie, a moon rock for your thoughts? I'm not giving you a whole moon rock, but isn't Dubai this? Well, okay, I know Dubai has the indoor ski hill because it's Dubai and it's the middle of the desert, but don't they have that giant skyscraper too and they wanna build this other thing? So all the money, is in Dubai, in case you didn't know. It's a money, money, but no thank you. I'll stay here, stay here in my little neck of the woods. Well, back here on Earth, Broadway's longest running show is coming to an end. It's the final curtain call for Andrew Lloyd Webber's famed musical, The Phantom of the Opera. Since its opening January 26, 1988, audiences have, been, have seen more than 13,700 performances over 35 years. Unfortunately, like most of Broadway, The Phantom struggled to return to its former glory after COVID, losing a million dollars a month due to low ticket sales. Katie, by the way, have you ever seen a Broadway play? Uh, yes, what did I see? Oh, it was on, on Broadway. I saw the, the woman from Game of Thrones was in a, a play, but when I was in London at the West End, I, I saw various shows. London? Yes, right. when I had my internship. All right, I saw look a at lot you. of shows, I know. Look at you. I saw the Pirates of Penzance, oh, and nice. I think I saw Cats or something. Anyway. I did see Cats once. Okay, there we go. Meow. All right, so finally, we've got some good news to report. As former superstar wrestler John Cena has become the newest Guinness World Record holder for Wishes Granted. Mm. Back in 2022, Cena or granted his first Make-A-Wish, and 20 years later, he has hit number 650. Watch. We all come from different walks of life. We all do different things, but we're in this room for one common goal, and that's because we want to make dreams come true. Well, hello. How are you? I can sweep you off your feet. Perfect. Perfect. He's just a, an incredible individual. You could see that with the amount of time that he spends with each child. 
very happy to hear my guest. Awesome. You can't see me. John has granted more wishes than any other celebrity in the history of the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Wow. God bless him. And by the way, I said back in 2022, it was back in 2002, because we're still living out 2022. But the Make-A-Wish Foundation is a nonprofit organization that helps fulfill the wishes of children ages 2 to 18 who have been diagnosed with a critical illness. As for John Cena, he is the most requested celebrity, and no one else has ever granted more than 200 wishes in the 42-year existence of Make-A-Wish. Katie, this is such a great accomplishment to celebrate, I think. That's amazing. I would say I, that, that surprised me, actually. That surprised me a lot. I never would have thought Cena would have done it, yeah. but I, I mean, he seems like a great guy, and I guess everyone still likes wrestling, pro wrestling, because that's where they probably yeah. saw him initially. Interesting. Well, that wraps up this segment. More to come next time. All right, make sure to smash that like button if you are watching us right now on social media, and please do send us your feedback, because we read it, at stayeducated.org. For David and myself, thank you for watching, thank you for listening, and thank you for supporting this show. Until next time, stay educated. Educated is directed and produced by Mike Menzel, hosted by Katie Petrick and David Fiorazzo. Makeup and hair by Katie Scholl. Graphics designed by Dan Kaler. Educated is owned by Freedom Project Media. See other shows and content at freedomproject.com or download the Freedom Project Media app. Copyright 2022.